what do I define about growing up? You know what I'm saying? Like feeling better, living better, better location. What he failed to tell you was when you're on my time, I can reclaim it. I, he left that out, so I'm reclaiming my time. Please, you know, respond. Are you kidding me? Who are you rooting for tonight? I'm rooting for um everybody black. Betting on black tonight. I'm sorry for the realness. It's Whitney from WhitneyGenial.com. And on this episode of Network and Spill, I have a very special guest here. And this perfect, this is perfect timing, guys. Perfect time. It's literally the beginning of the year, beginning of January. And I know a lot of you, including myself, have some pretty amazing fitness goals that you're trying to hit, trying to get your body right, trying to get some LBs dropped, whatever it is. Maybe you're trying to get ready for spring, working on your... Uh, your spring body, your summer body. I'm excited for this conversation. I've got Miss Samantha Nicole, and she has an amazing following right now. She's growing an incredible tribe of female entrepreneurs and creatives via her Facebook group called The Fit Tank, which I think is super cute. And she's on Instagram as well. And so her Instagram has a ton of resources. She goes live quite regularly on, on social media with lots of information. Um, obviously her body is legit. She's been working out. She's got all the information and I met her kind of virtually, right? We met in a Facebook group. We'll talk about that in a minute, but um, she's here with me today to talk about how to get your fitness goals in alignment, how to get ready, how to not drop the ball after the ball has dropped on January 1. 2019. And uh, yeah, here she is. Welcome. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited about this because I'm like, look, what can we do in January that's going to be legit? I'm already talking about vision boards. I'm already talking about just organizing your stuff, getting rituals. But now we have to talk about fitness. Yes, girl. I've journaled all my stuff out too. I've come up with my word themes for what this year is going to be all about. And uh, it's amazing how business and fitness tie so beautifully together, but that's just what I do. So I put fitness and business together and it's, I, I'm just really excited to see where the choices I make in my business are going to affect um, everything else in my life. It's incredible. And a couple of things came up when you said that. And just like, as I was thinking, but you know, people set these goals and they set goals for everything. It's not just fitness, right? I know we make fun of fitness because it's an easy target because everybody wants to get their body right for the most part. But there are so many goals people set and resolutions. People are like, oh, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that at the beginning of the year. But then like two weeks in, literally sometimes it's a couple of days and you're like, uh, maybe <laughs> later. Like you just don't even talk about it anymore. Like it becomes a hushed commodity. No one wants to just don't bring it up. Just don't bring it up. My diet, don't bring it up. Don't bring uh -huh. it up because uh -huh. you've lost it. Right. And so how often do you see that? Not just the beginning of the year, but throughout the year. I mean, just as often as you do every, all the time. And it used to be me all the time as well. Um, but it wasn't really until I decided to change the way that I viewed fitness that it's it's a long story, but it's hard to explain and it can be hard to explain. But a lot of people, what I have found, the ones who don't see their goals perspire, or perspired, but just how am I trying to say this? The people who don't see their fitness goals turn out over the entire year. Those are the ones who have put too much pressure on the situation. They expect perfectionism. They expect that it's supposed to all look a certain way. And if they trip over one single rock, they've 
just assume that the whole, the whole journey is over. And it wasn't until I realized that the journey is the process. Like that's ultimately what we're looking to experience is the journey itself. It was around, it was around that time that I finally put that piece together and my approach towards getting healthy and looking good and feeling good shifted entirely. Perfectionism from the get-go, they try to map everything out. And the second that they trip over themselves once, they just call it quits for the whole thing. And that much pressure on anything or anyone would break you. Hmm. And perfectionism is a thing. Uh, I, I always suggest people look at that because if they if that's how they approach their fitness goals, most likely that's how they approach most things in their life. And the problem with that is that you don't get anywhere. You run into analysis paralysis. You go into overwhelm. You go into overthink. And it's January 2nd and I messed up January 1st. So I guess the whole year is a waste, you know? And so what I suggest to my clients and to the people around me who have questions, it's like, just start over again. And what I've been talking about a lot on social media, what I've been finding myself saying is like, you have to get good at falling down and getting back up. And then falling down again and getting back up. Any successful entrepreneur, anybody that's been successful at anything who is a master at their skill or at their trait, every single one of them is messed up. They've made mistakes. They've had massive failures. And the only reason why they are successful and still going is because they are, they're good at getting back up. So I, I try, because I work with entrepreneurs and being one myself, you know how it is, you have to keep trucking through it. And working with those people, I tell them, you did this in your business. This is how you've made multiple millions of dollars. Apply that to your body. It's the same, it's the same process. Getting up and getting back up and getting back up and falling and get, that's, that's important. And perfectionism is, is so, it's almost debilitating, I think, because a lot of times we'll think that we have to do it this way and that it has to be this way. And we hold on to that so tightly that we open our hands and our hands are red and just scratched up from digging. And, and it's, it, it can become a deterrent, I think, for a lot of people to even continue to get up. They're like, well, why? Because I didn't do it right. And it didn't work out, especially the way I wanted to. I didn't get the right result. I didn't do this right. My website's not perfect, blah, 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 blah. And they just don't, they just won't make the move at all. So no. I, I see that. And, um, I think it's a really, it's a really difficult thing to maneuver because everybody is so different. So when you're working with people who have that sort of mindset where they maybe they're super type A and they're going at it, they're not seeing results or they keep having to fall and they fall and they fall and it's getting harder and harder to pick themselves back up. What do you recommend they tap into, whether it's fitness or anything else to move past that perfectionism? So it's so funny because there are different moments where a person like that could use one of two things. Some people, all they need to do is to scale their goals back to a point where if they're going to choose to achieve something, we make the goal so tiny that it feels like a win when they achieve it. And it's like a no brainer thing. Like it's a no brainer option. It's a no brainer win. And then we say, okay, look, what's the next step? and make that the win and then make the next step a win. And you basically baby step your way to the top. Sometimes though, and this is me being a little more intuitive. This is more like when I know the person really well, sometimes I have to let that person try so hard to clamor their way to the top 
and let them fall on their butt so hard that they finally can feel like they can take a chill pill or they like, I could look at them and say, Hey, you know what? I love you client. But do you remember what we talked about, about slowing down, about not overachieving, not, not being so perfectionist about everything. One of my clients, I was telling her, I was like, you're working out too much. She worked out with me three days a week. She uh, did spin class like five, six times a week. And it was just like this extreme thing. And she's like, I hear you explaining the science as to why we need, I need to rest. But if exercise is a good thing, then like, why, like, shouldn't I be, shouldn't me working out more be a good thing? So I'd explain the physiology and explain how we're like a biological creature. We all need rest. This is a, it's a system. You wouldn't be able to run a car forever. You have to do maintenance. You have to let it rest. And, um, her brain couldn't wrap around it. And I was like, you're going to hurt yourself. Your body's going to get injured or you're going to get sick because it it can only keep going so hard. Well, it wasn't until she got extremely, extremely ill and she was forced to be on her butt for days and days and days. She came back to the gym, able to do so much more when she recovered that she finally was able to feel and hear what I was saying to her for months, (laughs) you know, and it's like some people just need to learn through their small wins to realize that they can do it. And the people who are so willing to do everything that they can, sometimes they need to just fall on their face. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's really true. And I was listening to another podcast I follow and they were talking about um, being stubborn and like being hardheaded and how, you know, sometimes it's hard to take advice from other people. Um, But, you know, in retrospect, you always wish that you kind of had but then in other instances, you wish that you hadn't and you had just learned the hard way because sometimes you need to learn the hard way. Sometimes you need to fall. And not- I'm okay with letting my clients fall and bust their ass, really. But it's also because I know I'm there to pick them back up. And that's a very, very tricky place to be when you're doing something on your own. So I'm such an advocate for coaching and the stuff that we do. It's like, it's so important to have someone else there to support you, mm-hmm. not because you you're a baby and you can't do it yourself, but the emotional stuff is tough. And um, being able to decipher, is this a moment where I follow what I want to do? Or is this a moment where I listen to someone else? That's part of the process. That's, that's the teasing process to figure out what really is exercise, fitness, nutrition, all of that. What is that to you and for you? How does it work for you? How does your body respond? How do you feel emotionally? Do you feel stronger? Do you feel weaker? Working through all of that can be overwhelming. And the problem with starting at the beginning of the year is that most people's mindset is that they believe it's just this straight line to get to your final destination. But the beauty in all of that, uh, all of the process is that it teaches you how to be stronger, more strong, stronger emotionally, stronger mentally, stronger physically. And all of that tears into everything else you do in your life, but you have to be willing to learn as you go and know that it's not a straight line. And the Mm -hmm. second you accept that, the faster you'll get to your results. That's true. That's true. And that's why it's great. I love the, not only the the accountability portion of it, but having somebody who walks with you when you're trying to hit this goal, especially if it's a goal that you really, really want. Um, and so, you know, I, I, I know that having a coach is, is important, but sometimes I feel like it's the people who are really, really ready 
to see those results who will go and who will get the coach. And I'm just saying that about anything, right? It's mm-hmm. the people who want to leave their childhood wounds that will go and, and see a therapist. And it's the people who are tired of doing it on their own. The people who don't necessarily have a super supportive support system or, you know, supportive people in their corner that are like, I'm done. I need to seek somebody who can help me professionally. And I, I speak this regularly. It doesn't matter what you're trying to do, whether you're trying to be a business coach, whether you're trying to get fit, whether you're trying to get pregnant, whether you're trying to get married, whether you're trying to get your taxes yep. right. Yep. Like, what do we do when we need certain <laughs> stuff done? We hire professionals. Mm-hmm. So um, I will say that in, in all the times where I've done fitness um, related things, having somebody to hold me accountable, whether it was for them to physically come to my house and watch me work out, which I've had people do that, um, or somebody guide me and, and show me, you know, okay, cool. And what's really cool, my favorite part about doing this is seeing the results, like seeing your body change. Cause it's not all mental too, right? It's when you're doing fitness stuff, it's your body. So I remember when I did P90X, I, and this is one of my favorite parts about P90X. I will talk about this every single time <laughs> I talk about fitness, but what I liked about P90 is that when you did the workouts and just really in any workout, right? Like this strength training is you start off with a certain rep and a certain weight. And then each week you see results. Like you'll see yourself, not every single day, you'll be able to up your weight, right? Or increase your reps, but you'll see results. And then it's like, ah, that five pound is too light. Ah, that 10 pound is too light. And you get to see, it's literally on the paper. And then when you're doing it, you're like, yo. And then even with the pushups, when you're tracking your pushups, you're like, okay, I used to be able to only do 15 because you wrote it down. And then you see later, now I'm up to 30. And then, so for me, that's exciting. What, what about that process do you love or does that work really well for your clients? It works 100. So, so people come to me trying to say, I want to look like this and I want to look like that. Well, if you think about athletes, 99% of athletes' bodies are amazing. I mean, they're lean, they're trim, they're strong. Mostly what a lot of us are going for, like generally, right? None of those not a single one of them when they're training for their sport is saying I'm training to look a certain way. And it's I, even crazier is that every sport ends up kind of creating a body that they all look the same. Like most dancers look the same. Most football players look the same. Most soccer players look the same. The sport itself creates the body. And so what I really, really like to show people and remind people is that or even just transform their perspective is when you look at what you're doing and you focus on your performance and you focus on how you're doing, how you're feeling, um, and you see results in your strength and your speed and your, your power that yields the body, no matter what, it's almost like the body is a byproduct of your effort. So taking the pressure off of yourself and giving yourself the room to, uh, see yourself be able to perform and do. Most of us are performers. Most of us are doers. And when we finally take the pressure off on, of how we look and we focus on that performance, oh my God, it feels so freaking good. And then before we know it, the body shows up. So are you saying that we should, instead of, okay, let's use Tiana Taylor, right? Because mm-hmm. I mean, her body is just ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> let's use Tiana Taylor because Kim Kardashian is just old. To, yeah. to, that's just an old, like, it's an old look. Like, okay, let's move on, right? We got it. So yeah, it's like, okay. we, got, we got it. Okay, okay, we got it. But let's look at Tiana Taylor. So if, if you're coming in as a client or just as a person and you're like, girl, 
I'm trying to look Tiana Taylor, like her videos. She loves to dance, blah, 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 blah. Are you saying instead of focusing on looking like the Tiana Taylor, that you should be focusing on getting that dancer routine, that dancer flow, that dancer body, that dancer, whatever that means to be a dancer more so than being like Tiana Taylor? Well, okay. That's, that's a, there's a lot of layers there that I could go into, but what I would just to be general about that, what I would say is most of the people who say I want to look like Tiana Taylor are saying that because they don't currently look like Tiana Taylor. So the first step would be to pick something, most likely what Tiana Taylor is doing. If she's a dancer, then most likely dancer things are going to get you closer to her. But if you're not already doing what she's doing, you need to start somewhere. So picking somewhere to start, whether it's running, whether it's lifting, whether it's uh, Pilates or dance or spin, that's going to get you closer to Tiana Taylor's body. And then as you go through the process and you learn about yourself and you, cr- you start creating a body and start unveiling what your body is really like, your opinion on Tiana Taylor may just be like, oh, that's Tiana, but I'm me. But it's fine. There's something that comes that self-powering that comes mm-hmm. from exercising mm-hmm. that is very hard to describe until you're in the middle of it. And it's easy to get lost in the middle of it. Again, that's why a coach is really valuable, especially one that understands and thinks this way. You can sculpt your body most likely to look almost identical to Tiana Taylor. But when, when you get closer and closer to that goal, you may realize it's not actually what you want. Right. You know, you might love spin so much that you're not willing to give up spin in order to go do what it would take to have Tiana Taylor's body. And ultimately, isn't our whole goal to feel happy mm-hmm. and to be joyous and comfortable in who we are and, and what we look like? So it, it's, there's a lot of layers in that question. I love that you asked it. But um, I would say aim towards Tiana Taylor, figure out what she's doing, get into it. Maybe try a couple of things that you've heard before that you see other people like. But you're going to, by the time you get close to her, you're going to be a whole nother person than who you are today. Mm. So just get your hands dirty, get into it. Yeah. That's so, so true. Right. My mom, my mom taught me that, um, you know, looking at the work that you have to do to get there. Like what is, what is the end result actually going to mean? Right. Because who knows what Tiana is actually eating and who knows if she's actually going to share that, let alone her workouts. And then you've got to look at how much work have these women actually gotten done. And you know what I mean? You could be working all damn day, every day, trying to look like somebody who paid to look that way. And I'm not saying that Tiana Taylor did that. I'm just saying that it, you may be trying to reach an unattainable thing the way that you're trying to reach it, right? So there's no amount of working out that's not that's going to necessarily make your body do what it needs to do to look a certain way. And that's where I think we, when we talk about society and all of the representation of women there, it can become very distorted. And so a lot of women are are not eating, they're not yeah, really sleeping. They're not doing a lot of these things. They're not maybe doing strength training. They're just doing cardio, trying to burn calories that way. And they're trying to reach uh, some unattainable visual representation of what they feel like they need to look like or what their body needs to look like. And it's really sad. It's very sad. And and that's part of my active and attractive movement is to one of the elements in that, in that movement is all about reshifting the definition of the word attraction because everybody knows everything's body positive right now. Everything's me too. Everything's this, everything's that about our just perception of how we look. And it's, it's good to talk about what we shouldn't be doing, but now it's like, what should we be doing instead? Well, acceptance is a lot of that, but a lot of people have a hard time accepting that. So, um, 
part of that conversation I think that needs to be talked about more is like, what is attractive though? If you don't look like Kim Kardashian, then what else is attractive too, if we're all supposed to be so body positive? And so again, a lot of my clients come to me, they're like, I want to be physically attractive. I, I want to work out. I want to look hot. I want to... Some people get to the body weight that they've always wanted to get to and then they're still not happy there. So being attractive has nothing to do with how you physically appear. It has everything to do with your energetic attraction. So attraction is all about your energy, how you feel within yourself, energetically, confidence, self-esteem. And those words are thrown around so, so much, but Active and attractive is about using exercise, activity, nutrition, sleep, all of that self-love, wellness stuff, and pushing that in your lifestyle in a way that gets you to finally feel attractive no matter what you look like. And there are so many people out there, we all know at least one, who from a very generic standpoint would not be considered physically attractive by most people's standards, but there's something that's magnetic about them. That's attra- it attracts, they, she attracts men to her. She, she attracts all the money. She attracts the lifestyle. And if you look, if you squint your eyes, you're like, I, I can kind of see something in your face. Maybe it's kind of, but her, it's her attitude. It's yeah. her energy towards herself. That's what's attractive. That's what we all want. We all want to be so in alignment with ourselves that when we see other people who are, we're jealous of them. Mm. That's deep. That's it, girl. That's active and attractive. That's what it's all about. So but I do, yeah. I do want to circle back though to that because I, I really think people sleep on that. In in that, you know, you could easily, just like I said a minute ago, you could easily reach your goal weight and still it not be enough Crazy. because deep down you're still not enough or not good enough, or you're still repeating these thoughts that are toxic and you're still doing and hanging around with toxic people and surrounding yourself in a, you know, really toxic environment. And so those are the things that are, are dampening and burdening your self-esteem and your confidence, which then makes you feel unattractive, even if you are. And I've experienced this before where Mm -hmm. I felt like I wasn't attractive or not necessarily attractive, but I I wasn't the right size for somebody. And it really sucked because typically I'm a very confident person and I don't weigh myself because I don't want the number to become what I fixate on. And I know because I've hung out with so many different types of people. And confidence is a thing that you grow and you manifest and you use from the inside out. It has literally nothing to do with what you look like because, (laughs) you know what I mean? Because animals like certain people, they don't give a shit what you look like. They care about how you make them feel and and what energy you're, you're giving off. And the people are the same way. We just, you know, we focus a lot. lot, We got a lot more words to say about it. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. But there has to be work that's done. So I I really like that you brought that up. And I really hope that people listening, you know, whether you're on a fitness journey or not, you make sure that you're spending the time to figure out what makes you feel good. And I, even with my clients, I'm not a a physical, you know, like fitness trainer or anything like that by any means, but I, I know the power of working out and I know the power of feeling good in your body. And there are so many different ways you can do that from working out, right? Obviously from taking care of yourself, eating the right things, but also, you know, wearing the lingerie, going to get mani-pedis, doing the little self-care things that make you feel beautiful 
regardless of what size panties you're putting on. Because at the end of the day, like you're right, most people don't care. And we all have that friend who is killing it and not a size zero or size two, right? We all have that friend and it's mind boggling. But I mean, think about that. How can we, how can we go and, and what do you recommend to people for their mind to get their mind right behind whatever goal they are at or wherever they're at in this moment? Because I I think there has to be some kind of a journey, right? Between getting your mind right where you are now and then going through the journey, no matter how many times you get up or get down to your actual goal. Mindset wise, what do you try to instill in your clients or in even your friends? Yeah. So that it's it's so hard because it it feels so different every single time it's hard to explain that even it it feels so different every time but the best thing that i've done for myself and i'm still learning this because some days you just feel like you end up where you've wanted to be and you're like how did i get over here I, something doesn't bother me anymore right but I wanted to figure out how I got there. How do I get there? Well, trying to shift my mindset around a topic. I do everything I can to look at what is as close to that thing that I want in my life now. And I appreciate that. So sometimes it's a confidence. So say confidence is an issue with my clients. Confidence is an issue. I swear sometimes I used to work with uh, pre-K, pre-K children. So I used to be a teacher for pre-K. Sometimes I feel like I have to talk to my 30, 40, 50-year-old clients almost as if they're in pre-K because when their confidence is low and they're doing something in the gym with me, I say, hey, did you see what you just did? You just blah, 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 blah. You should feel confident about that. And it's the smallest, smallest seed that I don't even notice I'm doing it. I'm doing it on purpose because I know what they need. And from there, you just keep, I keep planting and planting and planting. Anytime they do something, I'm like applauding like a child, you know, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm jumping for joy for them. I'm, I let them try to latch onto my energy about that. Oh my God, I did just do that. I did just do that those little things roll over into other areas. And that one big thing that they've been telling me they've been struggling with, whether it has to do with their body or a completely different issue in their life, they finally overcome that. Again, like you said, it's a journey. It takes time, mm-hmm. but you can do that with yourself right now. You don't, you don't have to, you, you, can, choose, you can look to see what it is you feel like you're lacking, confidence, um, energy, uh, a a sense of direction and you say, huh, where do I feel like I have a sense of direction in my life right now? Well, I know that I really like to go rock climbing, for example. I really like to rock climb. That is something I absolutely enjoy doing. You get, you get happy about that and you start observing other little things that you do enjoy in your life and you just keep snowballing and snowballing and snowballing those things until one day you, your, your mindset shifted around that conversation. It's, I know those are, <laughs> those examples are a little all over the place, but you get what I'm saying. It's, and using the gym, I always tell people just exercise, setting a goal in the gym, getting yourself to the gym, overcoming a goal in the gym, all of those different things it takes to just do one workout session is going to cover most of the things that you, you don't feel like you're doing well in other areas of your life. 
Yeah, that's true. And so I will, I'll give you a quick story. This is a fun story. So Mm -hmm. um, I went to this yoga studio, one of my favorite yoga studios in the country. It's in Virginia. And there was this teacher, I think I was doing a yoga challenge. And so you had to go to yoga like a certain amount of times that month. And or in the, like at the end, you got like a free shirt or a free week of yoga or something. But I love a good challenge. So I go to this challenge and because of my schedule, right, for that month, I would have to try new classes that I typically wouldn't go to because I wanted to get the challenge one. I wanted to win. So I went to this ladies class who I typically wouldn't go to because it was at a weird, super early time. And something about her energy just felt off. And I was like, yeah, I don't know if I really like her. She seems kind of like standoffish. Like, eh. I wasn't, I wasn't pumped. Well, I think I went either in that class or in the next class I took of hers, I was trying to do wheel pose. And if you know wheel pose, it's the pose where you're, you're laying on your back with your feet, right? In a little triangle and you put your hands up, over and above your head and then you go straight up. So you basically are doing like this back bend, right? That is wheel pose. And I used to be able to do that when I was a kid because I used to take gymnastics and I was struggling. I couldn't do it. And I was like, and I, I remember she said, get in the pose. And so I'm like trying to do it. And my body was like, eh. like, I literally could not do it. Couldn't get myself off the ground at all. And she walks over to me in class and stands right in front of my head. And she says, grab my ankles. And I was like, what? She said, grab my ankles. And keep in mind, my hands are above my, my head, right? By my, by my ears. And so she walks up behind me. And so I grabbed her ankles. Tell me why I grabbed her ankles. And I pushed and my whole body went up in the air. I was shocked. I was shocked. I was like, oh my God, I haven't done that pose in a million, quadrillion years. I'm elated. I was so excited after the class. I went back to her. I was like, yo, listen, I was so excited to do that pose. I haven't done it in such a long time. I feel so good that I was able to do that. Now I'm inspired to learn how to do it on my own again. And then so I went back to her class the next week. I was like, I'm going to be back. And I went back to her class. Keep in mind, I didn't like this lady very much in the beginning. I was like, not really into it. I went back to her class, same thing. I was like, I hope she comes over. And I said, I'm like, I'm going to try it again. I'm going to try it again. She's like, all right, let's do it. And so it was time to do wheel. And she came over and she helped me and I did it. And now I can do wheel on my own. And that was one of those things where I didn't have the confidence I, I was upset with myself because I had let my body go. I had lost that strength. I didn't have the, the, the power in my arms to push myself up into the air again. And she came and she helped me. And she, that small gesture, even though I'm sure it was super small for her, that small gesture changed so many things in my mind and it gave me confidence and it made me feel like these teachers are, these coaches are there to help me and they want to see me exceed. And if I'm struggling, somebody's going to be there to help literally lift me up. Right. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it inspired me to do that pose. And so now I'm like super, super excited to do that pose. So that's one of those small things that somebody can do and, and help you get that. Easily. Cause then after that, you're like, so what else can I do? I wonder right. what else can I do? <laughs> and you've spiked the human curiosity, yes. which is so hard. And that is intrinsic motivation. Yes. If you can tap into your intrinsic motivation, which means your motivation is coming from the inside and it's not because of anything outside of you, it's a wrap, girl. That's, that's self-confidence. That's self-motivation. That's self-everything. That's, inner, that's, that's the inner attraction we were talking about. And it, and it expands, right? It, I went it home. It just keeps going. I went home. I was visiting my family. I went home and I was like, hey, you guys come to the living room. Watch me do this real quick. And I had somebody come up by. I'm not kidding. I did this. I had somebody come and I showed them. And then they were like, oh my God, Whitney, look at you. And now they're excited. 
I'm excited. I feel good about myself. And now the way that I go into these classes, the way that I handle myself is, damn, look at how strong I am. Look at the thing that I couldn't do before that now I can do. I learned a tweak, right? I couldn't have taught myself that. I learned a tweak on something and now I know how to get to the next level. And so, and now I'm motivated and inspired to get to that next level. So I think you're right. It, it, it comes with obviously getting a person to help you, whoever that may be, but it also First, comes with a teacher. Yeah. Or a coach or some fitness person, whatever, but a trainer, but it also comes with that drive, that motivation, that curiosity to go to that class. Um, and, and make sure that it's something that you like, because ultimately I really like yoga. That's my thing, but you know, it could be anything I've had. I talked to a woman recently on the show. She wanted to try dancing because she sucks at dancing. And I'm not sure why she did it because she's not like a dancer or she's not, she didn't seem super interested in dancing, but she wanted to do it. And that curiosity put her in the class, even though it made her uncomfortable and she felt ridiculous for multiple, multiple weeks, she kept going and she got better. And now she can say that she's done X, Y, and Z and that she's learned X, Y, and Z. And now when she goes to her next wedding or whatever, she can whip out all of her dancing moves. And, and she has that right in her Rolodex of things that has essentially boosted her confidence. So, um, okay. So I want to shift a little bit and talk about your Facebook group and the women that you, the women that you like to work with that inspire you. Can you share a little bit about how you work with people and what that looks like? Yeah. So, um, I love working with anybody I've worked with men. I've worked with women. I've worked with 18 year olds. I've worked with 62 year olds. Like I feel like I've been across the board. Um, the tendency of people that I, the type of people I tend to attract are um, people who are naturally performers, naturally motivated in almost every other area of their life, except for fitness. They come to me because they want to be better, but they've failed before. They want to feel better, but they failed before. They want to look better, but they, they just don't know what to do. And, um, and what I've ended up niching my, my community down to are entrepreneurs and creatives. And, uh, these people have so much enthusiasm, so much like charisma, so much tenacity for life, but they find themselves overworking. They find themselves feeling exhausted, feeling tired. And what they don't realize is it's because they're not taking care of their bodies. They're self-neglecting. Um, those types of people are the ones I feel called to help the most because their intentions are correct, but they don't know how to prioritize themselves in a way that's going to set them up for greatness. So they want to be great, but they kind of peter out. Their energy peters out. So um, my community, the face, the Fit Tank, is all about uh, empowering female entrepreneurs and creatives to look within themselves, take, take care of their health, take care of their bodies, take care of their nutrition, sleep, close the computer, go rest, go eat healthy. Why? Because it's going to give you more energy. You'll be able to show up as a better leader because of it. You'll be able to show up as a better um, entrepreneur, as a, as a better thinker, um, because you've prioritized yourself first. And um, so the way I try to offer help and services to people is through coaching them one-on-one. Um, so my online coaching program is a three-month coaching program where people um, 
my clients come, they work with me. We decide on what their goals are. We really dig deep, figure out what their limiting beliefs are, figure out what's been holding them back in the past and where exactly do they really want to go? What is it that they've been told they should do versus where do they really want to be? And then from there, we take all of that. I create an exercise program for them, create a nutrition program for them so that because they're so busy, I take the thought out of it. And all we have to do is focus on showing up to those tasks, which is exercise and eat right. And then all we have left to do is work through the, through the emotional stuff. So, Hey, how did you work out? How was your workout? It was good. How was it? How was it today? Actually, I didn't, I didn't hit it because something came up. Okay. Well, how can we redirect this? Cause that's the point where most people stop. And I just teach people how to redirect, how to fight through their emotions, how to prioritize themselves. And the beauty about exercise is that your body wants to be moving right? Your body wants to be exercising. So what people don't realize is that when they finally get into the habit, it takes about three months or so to, for it to officially kick in. But once you exercise consistently, your body doesn't, it feels uncomfortable when it's not exercising. So that's why my program's a three-month period. Nice. Yeah, that's so, that's so true. Um, and what I love about having you know, a program like this is that, you know, typically... And I work with clients for three months and for six months as well. And it becomes difficult when you do drop the ball and you have that, well, what am I going to do now? And how do I reestablish that energy? Because if you lose momentum, it's more than just losing out on a workout. It's more than just dropping the ball in your routine. You're literally, the momentum sometimes mentally is gone. And now you're like, well, shit, what do I do now? I and then you just literally goes downhill from there. And so not only is the workout done, but like mentally you're just like kind of tapped out and like, well, screw it. I'll just deal with it later. And what happens yeah. because we're busy, it, we just don't. Um, yeah. And that's why we need that accountability. And I do literally the same thing, um, you know, with clients who are working on their goals because it could be any goal, right? It's not just the workout. Like you said, it's, sometimes it's the food. It was, oh, well, I was busy. So uh, I ordered that that Pizza Hut because they were having this promo where it's $7.99 for two times. <laughs> and then, you know what I mean? And then it's like, well, there goes the momentum. So, you know, that's where having that backup is there. And I agree. It's nice to have the, you know, the, the mental taken out of it. So you don't have mm-hmm. to, or the, you know, the actual scheduling and figuring out well, what am I going to do? Should I do arms today? And, uh, yeah. Do that, arms that'll that train workout? you real quick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. So it's, it's a really cool because it's very intentional three months. It's a focused amount of time to kind of work through the bullshit and set the habits in place because the habits are going to stick once you keep them long enough. Yeah. That's the beauty about exercising. You can fall out of it later down the road always. We can always fall out of habits. But when you integrate it into your body, again, your body craves it. It wants to be moving. But you got you to gotta really get it going and get that wheel spinning quick. And then once you get it spinning quick, then you can finally like step away. And it feel then at that point, I always say, we're trying to get exercise to feel the same way as you brushing your teeth. Like I want you to be like, okay, so what am I doing today? First, I got to brush my teeth. Then I got to go to the gym. Then I got to go to work. Then I got to, it's just like the only, only option for you. And it happens to every single one of my clients, but no one's able to stick to it long enough with this good of intention, with this much knowledge, except for after, you know, I've, I've worked with them and taught them my ways of doing things. Yeah. So it's funny and it's, it's sad um, because I actually, I, you know, I travel all the time and I've been working on the road. I'm always in a different hotel and I was home for a little bit and I had some vegetables. Now I don't know what the hell I ate, 
let me tell you, <clears throat> it, I felt so much better the next day and it blew my mind how, how much energy the vegetables gave me. And I was almost disappointed. I was like, yo, who knew that eating vegetables would give you this much energy? And I felt good. I had literally changed nothing else. Oh my okay. gosh. I have to literally nice. read to you what my client texted me just earlier today. She said, it's amazing what just a good night's sleep and good meal day can do. Yesterday, it was all doom and gloom. I woke up feeling myself today and I know it's, it's not made one difference in my appearance, but I felt grown and sexy this morning. I was like, girl, see, you get yourself because it doesn't take much. <laughs> no, it really doesn't. And then you're like kind of disappointed with yourself. Like, well, damn, I guess I really haven't been eating. Right. You know, and that's exactly, that was a wake up call. Um, and then you, like you said, your body craves the movement and whatnot. Your body craves eating right. Um, and eating those greens. And I know that, and it's funny, this is going to sound really gross, but I'm going to say it anyway. Go for it. So my sisters and I talk a lot about poop and so does my mom. Like it's a conversation we have. And when we have really good poops, we're always excited for each other. And one thing that I've noticed is that when you eat better, it's just, you have better BMs, right? And eating it, that, um, honestly, it honestly does make me want to eat better because I'm like, well, if I eat better then my poops are going to be better. And if my poops are better, then I'll have something to talk about. Right. And I know that sounds stupid and I know it sounds really gross, but I'm telling you, it's the little things that make you excited because whatever motivates you, you know, whatever brings you joy. I'm telling you whatever brings you joy. <laughs> it's just like poop bragging. And yep. I want to be able to, and not only that, but it's just like, you know, your body's operating the way it's supposed to, because you're supposed to be pooping regularly regardless. Right. And when you go, it's supposed to look a certain way. Dr. Oz has had many episodes on this. I know it's all over the internet. We've, we've watched the squatty potty commercials. Like, you know, your poop is supposed to look a certain way. And if it's not, that's a tail, tail, is it a tall tail, 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 tail. You had it right. Tail, tail. <laughs> I don't understand it, but it's been I don't, tail, tail. I don't get it, but it's <laughs> a sign that you're not doing something right. Right. If you're, if your poop's not, and that's one of the ways I think our body will show us that we're not doing what we're supposed to be doing. And I think fitness is just okay. a lot of the same things, right? When you get tired really fast, you can't breathe. You, you're no, you're, you know that your body's trying to show you that you have you know, some weaknesses in these areas. And, and that's the cool part because you know how to fix it. If your poop isn't right, right? Or if your pee is too dark, or if you're working out and your arms are really weak, you know where your points need to be for focus. And so that's what I love so much about what you do. Yeah, girl. Thank you. And, and that's, I actually just posted about that today. I was trying to figure out, gauge my audience a little bit more of what they want to see in 2019. And uh, one of my options was, do you want to see um, more about mindset motivation or how the body works? And I realized most people don't even know how the body works to know that something's wrong. And so one of my huge things that I'm focused on since my master's degree is in exercise physiology is to teach people what I know about how things are supposed to be. Because when you know the ideal scenario of how your body's supposed to operate, you know when something's wrong and you can do, and then supply people with the knowledge to do something about it. And that's what the fit tank is all about. It's a fit tank or it's a fitness think tank so that the conversation around fitness and exercise and nutrition, we figure it out together. Yeah. That's true. Because it's funny. We know when our computers aren't working right. We know when yeah. our Wi-Fi is, is unstable. We know all these things, right? Oh, well, why is that? Oh, well, you know, right. We know when our cooking goes wrong. Well, that tastes funny. Well, we know because we've done it before, but a lot of us, you're right. We don't know that, you know, this is the way our poop is supposed to look. This is the way our body is supposed to operate. This is how many hours we're supposed to get of sleep that for us. So, so well um, said. 
I think that's, I think that's good. And I want to make sure everybody here knows where to find you. So just real quick for social media, you're on IG and you're on Facebook predominantly, right? Yes. Okay. So your Facebook group is called the fit tank mm-hmm. and people can find you and join your Facebook group there. And yes, you can, I, I believe I'm in the group and I see a lot of the videos. I believe I'm in the group. I can't remember. I haven't been using Facebook much, but I love seeing your stuff on, on Facebook and that's how we met. So I did want to circle back to that. So we met, um, via a Facebook group, right? I'm trying to remember which one. I think it was one of, um, one of the business coach groups. Okay. That, okay. Um, Taylor, I think it may be Taylor. Taylor Manning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I saw you post and I was like, dude, I love what you're saying. And I would comment and we just like connected. And then I think you may have mentioned being in Dallas or I mess- messaged so you. Weird. I feel like I know you so much right now that like, I forgot that that's how we connected. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? It's so crazy. But it's, yeah. it's because, you know, when you're, and this is a great, this is a great network and spell moment. So when you guys are in Facebook groups, if you decide to join the fit tank group or any, any Facebook group at all, that's going to be motivational or whatever. Um, take the time to reach out to people because you don't know who you're going to meet. And I think one good part about social media is you can always connect on where you're from, right? That's the easiest one. Where do you live? Or where did you grow up? Or where did you go to school? Or what's your favorite color? Or I know you have a dog, right? These are things that you can connect with people on and build friendships. Everybody's always complaining about building friendships. And it's like, look, you're on the internet, right? You all, everybody likes certain stuff. There are other people who like the same shit as you, right? That's your place to start. And I know it sounds simple, just like I know working out, there's some really simple shit, like literally walking that people can do <laughs> to, to build endurance, right? It's so simple. There's, that's what they said about the Heart Association talks about it literally all the time, right? Yep. Alexa is always putting it on the TV that walking 20 minutes a day or 30 minutes a day is supposed to do miraculously beautiful things for your health, no matter what age you are. And so most people can walk. And that's the thing. It's like, we have social media, we have Facebook groups. So if you guys are interested join the group and just watch and then comment and then reach out to people. That is literally how we met. And I feel like I've known you for a while as it's been like a year. Yeah. It's about a year now at least. Yeah. Yeah. I've been on your show. Now you've been on my show. Uh huh. Exactly. And we live like down the street. Like that's the thing. It's like, if I, I agree with Whitney, like everything you, it, it took me forever to finally internalize how, people on the internet are people like it's almost like you go through the tinder dating app or the bumble dating app and you you swipe through people like they're like they're just pictures on a screen but it's yeah. like oh we see them in real life and yeah. it's just like you're an actual human like i forgot about that part yeah. and so it's like yeah it, it just remember if you can put that into your memory that people are people on the internet oh just get to know them like you would in real life right away it's so easy everybody's looking for it yeah, but it's it's great to have that community. So regardless of where you're at with your fitness journey, you know, there's going to be somebody who's on that same place or maybe a step above or a step below you who you can walk with on that journey. My my whole point in saying all of that was, you know, use your resources, join groups like the Fit Tank, be available online to meet and spark relationships with other people, and then go on this journey with them. And you know, when you are following somebody, you get to see, right, like Taylor and so many other people we follow. You get to see what you like and, and what works for you. And, and if, you know, Samantha is the right kind of coach for you, if she's the right person for you, you get to see her, how she talks, how she interacts with people. You know, this is how you kind of scout people out. 
And, you know, I've done it. I've watched her stuff and I've been like, okay, yeah, I absolutely want to talk to her about fitness because she's on her game. She posts regularly. She's physically fit. She's always in like a bubbly slash good mood. She's honest. I've seen her, you know, go live and join her live. So you see these and you kind of vet people, right? It's a vetting yeah. process. Um, yeah, so make exactly. sure if you're looking for a coach, vet them. Um, do you have any other tips for vetting coaches, fitness coaches yeah, or just in I- general? Yeah, it's just uh, anybody in general, you always go with who you feel like you would connect to, connect with someone you feel like you would know in real life. Um, But I always say, I feel like right now, social media is basically walking resume. If you're an entrepreneur online, or you could be a model on Instagram, models post themselves on Instagram because it's a resume for them. Same thing goes for us as coaches. You have to showcase what you know and engage in other people's what they know because that's how they can potentially see yours that's been that's been another game changer for me is just looking at my uh visibility online as it's it's my resume if i want to be an online coach i got to be online that's true Mm -hmm. okay yeah guys make sure you take that into consideration if you're looking for um, a fitness coach or really anybody to help you hit your goals for 2019 are there any goals you would like to share with us for 2019 that you have right now um, ironically this morning, I realized my goal for 2019, uh, my word for 2019 is actually the word word. I want to be more confident, more, vo- more vocal in my words. And that's not just because I want to be a better communicator. I want to be a better storyteller. This podcast actually came at a beautiful timing, right? Cause I'm using them right now, but it's the words that I tell myself that I choose to use, whether I'm saying that I'm going to try to lose weight or I'm going to try to look different or I'm going to try to be better, change those words to I choose or I will or I am. And just really look at the the word selection I'm choosing because all, again, all of those hold different energies and different vibrations behind each and every single one. And I want to be very intentional with what I'm creating around me in my life. Yes. Intention. That's such a good word too. Um, I don't know if you guys have words. I think I chose execution and (laughs) I laugh every time I say it because every time I think execution now, I think of like actual execution where like, (laughs) like it's, it's, yeah, it's, I take, I take it super, super left field, but it it, it is for me executing on the things that I've said that I'm going to do and and consistency as well. Consistency is a big word. I'm um, showing up regularly um, for whatever it is that I'm doing, making it a, a practice. And then, like you said, being intentional about it. So mm-hmm. awesome. I'm glad that's your word for words. Yeah. <laughs> words. Yes. Sweet. Um, okay. So we talked about where people can find you. Um, yep. You're on the, you have your own podcast as well, right? Yes. So the active and attractive podcast is basically uh me bringing on different female entrepreneurs like Whitney herself and um, interviewing them to see how it is that they, where they started, where the entrepreneur started, where uh, they plan on going and getting a really good insight, not just on their business, because most people would interview a business coach or a mindset coach or a spiritual coach on what they're doing currently. But like I said before, these people have the sustainability in their life for a reason. So I like to talk about what is it that you do to take care of yourself, whether it's mentally or physically? 
And it's a really cool podcast because it gets the behind the scenes of the coaches that we all know and love online. And we get to see what it is, what are their secrets to exercise? What is their favorite meal to eat? What do they feel like is what they need to do to care and nurture for themselves that gives them the sustainability that raises their incomes, that expands their reach, that clarifies their message. And uh, it's, it's just a really cool perspective because it's the back end, the self-care side of being an entrepreneur. Yes. And it's such a fun show. I really liked our episode a lot. Me I too. was mad because I recorded with my sister's puppy and <laughs> he was being a total jerk that day. And um, I had to chase him around with a piece of bacon and it was a mess, but um, <laughs> it was a really good conversation. And I think when people can tune into that and see whether you're an entrepreneur or not, um, you're, you probably know an entrepreneur or you, you're working with one in some capacity. And it's interesting to see how people are doing it. Um, and what I will say, I've been um, in corporate for a really long time, right? My entire career, I've been in corporate. And being able to balance work and play, work and exercise is still difficult, regardless of whether you're an entrepreneur or not, just in general, just being a human who's busy or who has goals and dreams and friends, right? It's difficult. Mm -hmm. And so you learn those tips and tricks in the show and you learn how different people are doing it because there's not a one way way to do it. There's not a one size fits all solution to fitness um, and balance. So that's what I appreciate about the show is that everybody's perspective is different. Different. Um, I was on this suddenly single show and everybody's breakup, every, how everybody deals with breakup is different. That's super. Cool. I got to find that podcast. Yeah. Yeah. It's not going live until next. Well, it's actually this year. Just kidding. It goes live. <laughs> right. But it goes live um, sometime, I think in this late winter, early spring, but it's interesting to see the different perspectives of people. So um, you, you can always take away something important, something inspirational. Um, so that's what also I like about it. Um, yeah. So definitely tune into the show. You're on iTunes and Google Podcasts, right? Actually, or, right now, just iTunes. iTunes, Apple Podcasts. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So if you guys go to Apple Podcasts, it's the purple app on your yes. iPhone. Um, check it out. I'm on there. I don't remember what episode I was. Do you do numbers? I think you're four. I think you're four. Yeah, I was either four or five. But um, yeah. Check out the episode and then share these with your friends. Obviously, if they're looking to get fit, if they're entrepreneurs, creatives, um, even if they're in the Dallas area, because that's where you're based, right? For the most Mm -hmm. part out of Dallas. Um, Mm -hmm. So yeah, um, anything else? Did I forget anything? Anything you want to add? Any words of wisdom for 2019? Since that's your word. My my biggest word uh, for 2019 is honestly, if you are feeling like this is your year to get in shape, to get fit, to prioritize you, just start somewhere. Um, just pick a place to start. I know that the information with fitness and nutrition can just feel so overwhelming, but I promise you anything better than what you're doing right now is going to get you there. And then from there, if you can accept the process and know that it is a refining process, even the top athletes in the world don't have it all figured out. They're still fine tuning or they have weaknesses that maybe you have a strength in. If you can just respect the process and really own that, then you'll, you'll, you'll be in that sweet spot where it's only going to get better for you. Mm. That's awesome. Seriously, I'm going to type that out and put that on a post. That yeah. was so good. 
Perfect. That was so good. Okay, guys. So again, if you want to work with Samantha, um, obviously join her Fit Tank group on Facebook. She's got her three-month coaching program. She's got tons of information. Um, we will be adding a special bonus to this episode if you're interested um, in fitness and getting your body right for 2019 that you can grab. It'll be totally free. If you want to have a consultation with Samantha, um, reach out. Samantha, you can be reached where? Um, so you can, if you can find me on through the fit tank or, uh, Instagram active and attractive, um, that is just message me on either of those platforms, easiest format to reach me, always checking the DMS, always checking the message messenger. Okay, cool. And I will actually put the active and attractive as well as the fit tank groups. Um, I will link them in the show notes here. So thank you so much for tuning in guys. Samantha, thank you for joining me. This was so much fun. Had so much fun, girl. I'm looking forward to getting fit. Um, And I would love for you guys to comment on really what your fitness goals are. If you don't mind sharing them, that would be awesome. You can obviously tweet um, me, Whitney DC Life on Twitter, because I'm on Twitter a lot now. And you can follow the show at Network and Spill, or you can follow myself at Whitney Danielle Coaching on Instagram. I'm also on Facebook, Whitney Danielle Co. And I would love to see what you guys think about this episode. Um, Don't forget to subscribe to the Active and Attractive Podcast. It's so much fun on iTunes or keep saying iTunes. Technically, it's Apple Podcasts now. I didn't know that. Politically correct terms. I had to change my business card. Yeah. As soon as I'm done with these cards, I have because I put the iTunes logo, it's actually Apple Podcasts. Just like Google, it used to be Google Play and now it's Google Podcasts. Oh my God. I had no idea about that. Yeah. And I'm on Spotify too. So definitely subscribe wherever you have the show. I will have more episodes coming up um, around all of these different topics. So thank you so much for tuning in and we'll see you next time. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.